Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. All right, greetings and welcome to a special year-end episode of uh, of Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, where Patrick and I, we we used to do a best-worst, and I liked the format last year where I was like, you know what, I like just doing a best list, and we could say honorable mention, and then if there's a, if there's a movie or a couple of movies where we think we liked, but we wished we kind of wanted more from it. Like it could have been better. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just needed something, just needed something extra to kind of help push that over. We would do that, not saying it was bad, but just saying that we kind of wanted a little bit more from it. We would add those, but you know, we, we kind of are believers that positivity breeds more positivity and it for us is kind of hard for us to kind of talk crap about a movie considering we've never made a movie before <laughs> so but at the same time you know there are some movies that are just not good um for one reason or another either the director the director didn't have a very good vision of the movie or had a great vision of the movie and the studio had a less than stellar vision of it or had a lot of notes, which then gave it issues or act or, or something even as simple as the actors were not easy to work with or just an actor wasn't easy to work with and which made it harder for the movie to succeed. Or in the case of a specific movie uh, that we have discussed and even did a spoiler episode about, there was some drama on set, which caused the making of the movie to become more of a story than the actual movie and kind of deter from the movie. So things like that happen. But here we are. We will. And, you know, for, for the, I don't know if we did this last year, but to my knowledge, for the first time, we're at least going to talk about some of our favorite TV shows that we or limited series, you know, TV shows slash limited series uh, run shows. So, like, you know, something that was like four episodes or more or something like that. But it wasn't a mo- it wasn't long enough for a feature, but they decided to break it up into episodic form. And uh, but they don't either, you know, it's like seven and they're done or maybe they have plans for a second season. Or in the case of one of my favorites from this year, definitely what left it open for a second season. And Netflix like, now nah, we good. <laughs> right and then broke my heart and then broke my heart early on in january so or at least like, this spring for sure like you thought oh <laughs> yep uh anyways uh we were ready to uh and also did also uh did my favorite kids movies which wasn't that hard because there wasn't too not too too much to choose from too too yeah. much that's 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 amazing English, Jeff. Good job, Patrick. Why don't you uh, you want to start us off? All right. So, as we were talking about before we recorded, we were going over our total movies watched. Yes. And um, 
So I, a couple weeks ago, I took some time to write down my list of movies I watched that were released this year, both theater and streaming. And that total was 115. And <clears throat> theater, 61. And streaming, 54. Which, that's a little low for theater, because usually I like going to theater. But I mm-hmm. did watch a lot of streaming, because a lot of movies just went straight to streaming. So had no other choice to watch them right there. And then movies that I watched for the first time that weren't released this year, which kind of covers many, many different years. Could be last year, 10 years ago, you mm-hmm. know. And that total was um, 47, which brought my total to like 162. So it's a lot of movie watching this year. I feel um, like you have a spreadsheet. And I feel <laughs> like you have almost like a spreadsheet type of thing going on for your totals, much like I would do for the award season. Yeah, and I'm on board. I'm 100 on board. I just feel really unprepared. <laughs> well, I, I like literally just did that. <laughs> yeah, so well, I, it would take me too long to do that. Yeah, sorry. Continue. Um, but uh, as far as my favorite movies, so I, I went through my list and I compiled a list of about 20 movies. Then from that, I went to my I guess my top 10 of yeah. my favorites, and then I have my honorable mentions for the rest of the 10. So. It wasn't too difficult because I felt like I watched a lot of good movies this year. Not 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 too many were bad. Um, but uh, as far as my favorites, which will probably be in agreement on some of these, they're not really in order. But I guess well, my top three are kind of in order. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yep, of course. And then that's my number one. Number two is the movie we talked about earlier. Glass Onion, because I love murder mm-hmm. mysteries. So that that, yep. that that made my number two. And then Top Gun Maverick being, you know, great sequel, considering the first movie. Like, for me, I didn't really, I like, I watched the first movie, thought it was okay. I didn't care for the love story or anything like that yeah. story. Here, had a better story, uh, which, if the movie, first movie didn't exist, we wouldn't have that story here. So, All right. Top Gun walked. So, Top Gun Maverick could run, basically. <laughs> or fly. Exactly. Or fly. Soar. 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 And then um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which, you know, I feel like I'm kind of biased on it because, <laughs> you know, everything's surrounding it. You were in it? It's like, it's like, <laughs> like, what do you mean biased? <laughs> what do you mean biased? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know, I guess the emotional, ad, ad, the emotional, yeah, yeah. Ad, aspect of okay. it kind of weighed okay. on it gotcha yeah and um because you know i didn't know what kind of movie they were going to make from mm-hmm. it you know because you know chad Bowman passed away so what are they going to do how are they going to work it work it out and i think they did a pretty good job very good job with what they had and what they were working with and you know most of it the stories put they had in place they just had to make some tweaks here and there for things because of the circumstances uh that's my number four Number five is the Batman. Um, I mean, I don't really have to say anything about that. It was most most like watching an Arkham video game, you know, in live action. Yeah. The suit, the Batmobile. I don't wish I, I wish I had gotten to watch that in IMAX though with the sound. I didn't get to do that. Yeah. Um. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Number six is Nope, which does got that for Christmas. I started kind of rewatching it yesterday. I didn't get to yeah, finish yeah. it. Um, number seven is the Sea Beast, which is 
probably my favorite animated movie from the year. Um, Barbarian. It's number eight. It's probably one of my favorite horror movies from that year, from last, from this year. Um, RRR, number nine. It's a crazy movie. <laughs> a lot going on Very. in that. And then my number so 10. So much going on. Yes. The number 10 was uh, Prey. The Predators. Okay. Pretty cool. Then as far as my honorable mentions, um, Scream. was like Scream 5. Uh, yep. The Black Phone. Uh, the Woman King. Uh, the Menu. Get another murder mystery. Um, Marcel the Shell, she was on, which I thought was a real cute movie. Uh, Bullet Train, number six. Um, Brahmastra, uh, that's for number seven. Uh, number eight, Terrifier 2. You know, that's really? One, really? One, of the, one of the, I mean, it, for <laughs> slashers, like I had to give it yeah. a cross for just being, you know, one of the yeah. better slashers. Okay. It, it, it's just, <laughs> Art the Clown did not play. I just say like he did it, it wasn't you know like how most evil villains they do a lot of monologue and talking. Yeah. It's like no, he wants something done, he's gonna do it. <laughs> You're gonna have a hard time taking him down. Um, number nine, uh, Dragon Ball Super superhero, which ranks up there as one of the most intense 40x experiences I ever had. To the point where I was holding on to the rails and even I think I scraped my, <laughs> my hand a little bit from doing that. Oh man. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, the Dragon Ball, any, any other Dragon Ball Z movies that come to theaters, prepare if you watch it in 4DX. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It was a movie I watched, I didn't think I would like, but it was a cool update mix of live action with the CGI and even some hand-drawn stuff. Um, but I enjoyed it more than I ever thought I would. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, That's, so... Yeah. You'll you'll actually be amazed. I, even I have a horror movie, or at least what would be considered a horror movie, I guess, on my right. on my best of list. Must not even have had any eyes. Surprised me. I was like, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Just uh, just good old fashioned, uh, just uh, good old fashioned masks and nineteen seventies uh, telephones. So, <laughs> uh. Mine are in no order. I just wrote them down, basically how they came out in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> because I just went through. So my list, as of right now, now we're recording, you know, the last week of December. So there are movies that have come out, like Babylon and some of these others that are also just in limited theaters yeah. that we just haven't made it out to. So I'm sure they would probably, by the time we get around to watching them, we'll would wind up on our best of list, but such as these are just movies we have currently seen right. uh, as of, you know, as of this time or this recording. So don't like hate us. We just haven't got to see them. So just is what it is. Uh, my current tally, I'm not going to say my final tally, but my current tally, cause we still have, like I said, about a week left True. Uh, in the year. So I'm currently at 150. One, 151. Uh, Strange World made number 151. Now, uh, I am down exactly 35 from last year. Uh, 2021, I finished strong at 185. 
which is actually down from uh, 2020. Uh, that sounded weird saying that, but 2020, yeah. <laughs> uh, which my number was uh, 197. So I've dropped considerably in the past couple years. But this, you know, which, you know, we kind of briefly talked or I was talking to you about ahead of time was like, I don't know if that just means I just feel like 20 this year, 2022 was not a very strong year for movies and theaters. Like, I don't feel like we had. a. And I think we talked about this. We or I brought it up when we were talk, first kind of doing like our summer movie preview of movies coming out this summer. And I feel like there wasn't it's not like what you used to where you would get. Like two, you'd have to choose which summer blockbuster you wanted to go see that weekend. Whereas this is like there's one summer blockbuster movie coming out every two to three weeks. Yeah. So and it just doesn't seem as strong. Now, I know a lot of it has to do with. Yeah. And I know a lot of it has to do at least as far as. You know. Like once. Once restrictions from COVID got lifted and everything started going back, ramping up into production and getting finished, getting uh, started in production and coming out and everything. But that's so maybe 2023 will be a little bit stronger because everything will be finished and or it should be from, you know, a couple of years now. Right. And so maybe it'll be a little bit stronger, but it to me this year just didn't seem as heavy on summer on big budget blockbusters like even top gun maverick was supposed to come out last year yeah he got pushed three times i think and we thought it was going to be the black widow of (laughs) 2022 right it turned out to be highly more successful than black widow um yes both critically and obviously it didn't come black widow didn't come to theaters but uh it it's just interesting what with them holding that back year what like how much bigger of a success like would it still have been a big huge major success that it is this year had it come out last year when things were still kind of businesses in theaters returning to a sense of normalcy maybe not you know more than that but would it had the same major success that it's having this year which is a good, interesting question. Yeah. Now, it doesn't take away from the movie. Like, did they have more time to kind of mess with it? I don't think they did really much else, anything with it. Because usually Tom Cruise doesn't, once he's done, he's done. He's already moving on to his next project. He's right. not trying to tinker because he's extremely hands-on or, you know, <clears throat> with his projects. Yeah. So I I just felt like this year there just wasn't as many movies i was interested in wanting to go out and go see and then some i did i just didn't have the time so of course i waited till streaming and then there you go i do believe that there were i do believe studios with their new streaming streaming services have decided you know kind of figured out which ones will make money and uh they'll put in theaters and then ones that they'll be made they're like well this might not make a whole lot, so we'll go ahead and just drop this on streaming and then see how successful it is. Right. Um, 
with that being said, with that rambling being said, um, here's my list in no particular order per se, but just in the order, I guess you could almost kind of follow the order it came out during the year <laughs> because that's just how I wrote them all down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once, wouldn't matter what time of year, that's going to be my top. Uh, just because the it it incorporates so much that we've not seen before. There's just so much going on in that movie. You've got a crap ton. I mean, you've got so much action going on, but there's also so much humor that's happening. Mm-hmm. There's so much just great comedy. The story is very intricate, but simple at its core yep. to follow. Does it take a repeat viewing? No, but it does help because you find the little details that make it great. The acting is superb. The like it is weird. Yeah, it's a weird movie, but it's weird. It's funny. It's got so much heart. And there's actually some deep like there's some stuff you can take away from it. Like Mm -hmm. there's a message you could take away from it. That's very interesting. And so to me, that's I mean, that's just. Yeah, I was impressed 20 minutes into the movie. I think I even sent you that text from the first time I saw it. I'm like, yeah, this is already going to be my favorite movie. And I'm not I'm only like 20 minutes in. This is amazing. Yeah, love it. Um, Hasn't changed. I still would love for my mom to watch it. I know she won't because it won't be for her. But there's some scenes that I want to always show her because I think she would find hilarious. Um. Anyways, uh, next, of course, yes, Top Gun Maverick. I mean, oh, my gosh. From the from that first doom, doom. Yeah. It's like, OK, I know where I'm at. I've been here before. I've been here before in this in this theater. <laughs> right. Well, in a theater here in this, I am now, you know, 10 years old again. And it did not let up. And the fact that I was able to take my 11 year old son to go see this movie just meant everything to me because he got to experience what essentially with the sequel, what I got to experience in the original. Now, granted we went and saw it in 40 X. He got to experience it a hell of a lot better than I did. Right. <laughs> in 1987. But just, yeah, just that like, just like me, just grinning the entire time you know, at everything going on and just enjoying the ride. Yeah. He can't, I mean, from a technical aspect, beautifully shot, well acted. I mean, I didn't, I was so cautiously optimistic. I'm like, well, why are they messing with my childhood? Leave my childhood alone. Just some things don't need a sequel. Yeah. And then I was glad that I was pleasantly wrong about that. My Top Gun really didn't need one, but they did it the right way. Right. And I'm so thankful that they didn't make it. So they're able to honor everything about the first one while, while at the same time bringing in a new generation, both as far as acting to carry on the torch and decide to make a third one or, uh, but also a new generation into this, you know, into these two movies. So, yep. yeah, Each absolutely. Love has it. their top gun. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, next, of course, yes, the Batman. Oh, my God. 
I finally got my Batman detective movie. I finally got yes. a movie where he's having to put clues together, where he's having to actually, you know, low tech Batman, pretty much. I mean, he's got gadgets, but they're very low tech. Yeah. I mean, other than like the contact camera, other than that, that's like the most high tech Batman's stuff got. Like everything else, it's very low tech and his audio is like crap, you know, because he's still learning and. Like he still makes mistakes, and because he's still learning, because it's year two for him. Mm-hmm. And the characters were well done. I liked the new take on the Riddler. It's a much darker, more sinister take, which is great. It's not the Jim mm-hmm. Carrey over the top, or even the Fred Gershon over the top. It, you know, it was a more sinister version of it, and I loved it. And you know, Colin Farrell's take on Tom Wilkinson doing a Doing a De Niro impression was great as the penguin. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. But it and you know, I'm curious to see how this penguin series, if they're still gonna go ahead with that. Um since James Gunn took over, I haven't heard anything as far as him not doing it. Like yeah. well, I'm assuming they're gonna go ahead because I think what I read was James Gunn has basically decided they want you know, their main focus is going to be Superman and a young Superman, which is why they're they which is why they basically, you know, gave the pink slip to Henry Henry Cavill over over that. Yeah. But they're wanting to base it in the patents in Batman universe. From what I understand. So. So if that's the case, then that'll be, you know. Should be interesting. And then, you know, at least we'll see how that all works. You know, true. Curious. But yeah, pretty much, you know, the rock dot, you know, the, we're changing the power dynamics in the DC universe. More than he realized. <laughs> More than he realized, yeah. He's in and now he's out. <laughs> so it looks like the rock also will not be returning as Black Adam. So. Going the uh, going a whole new direction. So here we go. Yep. Um. But yeah, no, I love the Batman. Uh, beautifully, beautifully shot. The music. Oh my God! Still one of my favorite scores from the year. I mean, yes. yeah, it was amazing. Um. Next, I I wrote down Elvis. Okay. So really, this probably should go under the honorable mention. Mm-hmm. category as much as i liked it i think i liked austin butler's performance of elvis more than i liked the movie of elvis if that makes sense yeah because his performance is just lights out but overall as a movie i don't know that it still had some good elements so maybe i'd probably put that in the honorable mentions but here we go and then i also put nope uh i thought it was brilliant brilliantly done a unique story because um, even with the trailer that shows way too much you still don't fully know what's going on yeah, no context plus the yeah plus the performances were great uh kiki palmer was great loved her um even michael wincott's uh very small supporting role uh as a cinematographer was great i loved him i loved seeing him i kind of missed Seeing him from, you know, 
all the 1990s <laughs> villains. <laughs> Him being the 1990s villain from Willow, and I think he was in. I feel like he was in uh, Robin Hood with uh, Kevin Costner's Robin Hood, and also uh, the Crow. I mean, like you're a villain for everything. But yeah, no, it's great to see him. That gruff voice is his. It's just like so distinctive. I loved it. I missed him. Um, great character actor. And then my horror movie, The Black Phone, which I think more still is a thriller than a horror movie. Yeah. Um, but it was so unique in something I hadn't, you know, as far as a movie that, or as far as at least a, a story that I haven't seen before. And taking a unique twist on like ghosts and and um, I guess more or less serial killers and stuff like that. I thought it was an interesting take on that, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, no, I had to put it on my best list because yeah, I, it was different and something. It was a good to see a fresh take on a you know a horror suspense film. So mm-hmm. definitely put that on there. Next, I put uh, B.J. Novak's Vengeance. Uh, it's one of my other kind of favorite independent films, I guess you could say. Yeah. That came out this year. And, again, a fun, fresh take on a mystery. You know, basically a murder mystery. And seeing how it plays out, but also having that kind of... Slight, kind of dry, quirky humor uh, infused to kind of help um, kind of break up the the tension going mm-hmm. on throughout. And I really enjoyed that kind of uh, take on that kind of movie. So, and yeah, it was very well done. So, uh, so yeah, I put Vengeance on there. And then next, um, I put... Uh, I put Patrick Terry's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Terry presents Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, no, uh, beautifully done. God, it's a heavy movie, though. Yeah. Like, it's on my best list. Man, it's a heavy. Yeah. Like, I haven't wanted to go heavy. back to see it. Yeah. Well, it kind of stays, it, it, it hardly lightens up. Um, That's true. <clears throat> like uh, less like unless like Riri Williams is in it it doesn't really lighten up much it stays kind of heavy and for one reason you know for one reason or another but it is beautifully done it it answers perfectly how would you make a Black Panther movie after the main actor passes away I'm not going to say unexpectedly but yeah. To, to those that didn't know unexpectedly. How are you going to make that and be able to honor that not only that actor, but also that the character that he portrayed? And this answered it beautifully. It It is... It still needs to be trimmed down, though. Yeah, It's still about 20 minutes. <clears throat> it's still about 20 minutes too long. But beautifully done, though. I Yeah. It's just it. It's going to be a minute before I'm still going to want to watch it again. I'm like I probably, whenever it comes to streaming, it'll probably be the next time I watch it. 
That way, if I need to take a break, I can. But it's, yeah, beautiful movie. Uh, next, I also put RRR, because what a wild movie that is. And yes. uh, talking about movies we have never seen, well, you and I have never seen before. What a wild movie. Yet it's fun. It's fun. A ton of action, some dancing, and even some good music. It's, you know, yeah. some catchy music in it. Yeah. It's it's got it. I mean, it's great. It, it's just a fun movie. It's very, it's very long. I wish, I do kind of wish, speaking of movies, I wish were a little bit shorter. They could drop like an hour out of that and just make it a, a tight two hour movie. I'd be happy. Or make it two parts. Or they could have just done a series, like a three part series. <laughs> yes. It could be R, part one, R, part two, R, part three. <laughs> R, R, R. And then release the whole thing as on Blu-ray. <laughs> Boom. Uh, like they did with um, Long Halloween. Yep. yep. Split <laughs> exactly. it up and put it together. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then, even though this is one we just recently watched, I did put Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Yeah. Because uh, I did enjoy it quite a bit. But yeah, it... it uh. Yeah, it was a blast watching that one. So honorable mentions, uh, I did put Doctor Strange in the mom because that's how I like to word that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the mom. Uh, in the mom, because I did actually like it. Uh, is it one of my favorite ones from the year? No, but I still really enjoyed it, and I still liked how they did everything. Um, is it still like one of my favorite Marvel? No, but it's still was really good, pretty solid, and yeah, it was great to watch. I mean, it was, yeah, and it, yeah, yeah it was good. It was good. Uh, I did also put Prey as uh, honorable mention. I really wish they would have released it in the theater. Yeah, I would have been... loved to have seen it. I would have loved to have seen this one in theater. Like most, a lot of times when they put movies to streaming instead of having it go to theater. I'm usually like, okay, cool. That means I don't have to go out. I can just watch it whenever. Then it's like watch less it. planning. There's like less planning involved. Yeah. But then you watch when it. a movie like this, <laughs> you're like, damn, I wish I would have seen this in theater. Yeah. A hundred percent. I wish I would have seen this in theater. Because uh, it was so good. And again, a nice fresh take on a franchise that. How are you going to do a fresh take on, on the Predator? Because. This Predator Two was oof, was tough, and then you've done all the Alien versus Predator, and then Predators with uh, that last one was oof, not one of my favorites. Yeah, um, but this was a brilliant take on it with the female protagonist, which was awesome. And you decided to go the Native American route. It was awesome. I loved it. Go back in time. Why not? It's perfect. Makes it harder because the technology's, you know, not there. So it's great. Presents so, a challenge. I, no, I loved it. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Um, maybe I should put that on my top one and then move Elvis down. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm making a note. Stand by. Um, calling an audible. <laughs> yeah, Colin. I'm moving that back up here. Calling Omaha. One, that one. Thank, you. thank, thank God they're both one word. Yeah. Thank God they're both one titles. It made it quick and easy. Uh, next was an Apple TV Plus movie that I really enjoyed called Cha Cha Real Smooth. Mm-hmm. Great little, you know, little coming of age movie that I thought, not really coming of age. I mean, the 
protagonist didn't it's about him trying to grow up but uh and no it's just a great fun little kind of war kind of made you feel warm inside type of movie uh but i need to rewatch that because i really i forgot how much i enjoyed that movie and then uh the lost city with sandra bullock and channing tatum because i have now watched that twice and absolutely loved it both times great rom-com did you uh there is a new uh shoot who's in it uh i saw a trailer uh, or at least a very brief one it's got jennifer lopez got the jennifers jennifers lopez and coolidge and i forgot who the male lead is um oh my goodness now it's gonna drive me nuts but it uh anyways it looks similar it looks similar to uh to the lost city and i cannot wait because it looks like it's going to be amazing stand by i'm I'm gonna have it here in just a second shotgun wedding that's the name of it dang i forgot about Uh, that (laughs) yeah it's coming to amazon prime a couple's extravagant extravagant destination wedding is hijacked by criminals in the process of saving their families they rediscover why they fell in love uh, in the first place and yeah josh dumel that's who it is jennifer lopez josh dumel lenny kravitz jennifer coolidge yeah cheech marin yeah it's a january yep yep <clears throat> there you go january 27th coming out soon so Amazon Prime. So I'm looking forward to that. Because uh, it seems like it has a lot of the same type of humor. Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyways. Uh, next is Bullet Train. Also really enjoyed that movie. A fun ride. Uh, York really liked it. Thank God he did since he agreed to go see it with me. And uh, we saw it in 4DX. Yeah. So, yeah. Another fun movie. Just a fun... Shaker Brands, Adore, Fun Ride, really enjoyable, loved it. Uh, next, a very memorable uh, Clerks 3 we added, or at least I added. Um, this was a great way, I really enjoyed it because it was a great way to round out that trilogy. Mm-hmm. It really showed a journey. There's so, like, it's so funny. Like, I, I thought, okay, it'd be a little bit, it'd be kind of funny. But it was so funny because there's so many great references, and it it help. It really does help if you've seen the other movies. But for somebody like me that hasn't watched the other two in forever, I mm-hmm. still was able to enjoy it and then get reminded of it. You know, different references and think about how funny it is. And I guess it helped that we got to meet Kevin Smith afterwards. But um, as a whole, you know, as a movie itself. Just a fun, great way to round out that movie. And yeah, just a great, great way to end that. So personable and also at times relatable. Um, Really enjoyed it. Next, uh, Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Talk about movies that were a wild ride that were so ridiculous. And again, a biopic movie told in the, told in the, told in the way only Al Yankovic story could 
as a parody of himself. Like the movie's a parody of a biopic, which is so on brand because Red Out's music is a parody on other music. So it was perfect. And Daniel Radcliffe was awesome. And I loved it. It's such a fun movie. And uh, yeah, and that rounds it out. Oh, and then lastly, uh, real quick, my uh, top kids kids movies. So can we can't be living that leaving that out? Top kids movies were Turning Red. Grayson really loved it. I thought that was really good. Had a good message. And again, first time I've ever seen Disney address what tampons are. So that's interesting. Um, and thankfully, still not a conversation I've had to have yet. Good. <laughs> Listen, what are they talking about? I'm like, I don't know. Go ask your mom. Um, then next, uh, Sonic 2. I thought it was a great sequel. It was fun. Jim Carrey, you know, got to eat up the screen yet again. And just was a fun movie to take the kids to go see. And both of them really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, next, The Bad Guys. What a great animated caper, like basically doing like an Ocean's Eleven style movie <clears throat> in an animated form that kids can, you know, for kids and adults also can enjoy. It was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I finally got to watch that last week because I had it on my <clears throat> list as watched. I'm like, no, I hadn't watched that yet. So I took care of that <laughs> and I watched it. Um, but yeah, it was, I liked it. Didn't make any of my list, but I did think it was a good movie. Uh, next, of course, I also I too had the Rescue Rangers movie. Yeah, because like you, I also kind of went into it and went, yeah, we'll see. And then, like you, found myself really enjoying the movie. Yeah, like it was a beautiful movie, not only for kids but for adults too. And it's so many references and different cameos, even from different characters of different TV shows and movies mm-hmm. that you know, made it great for everybody to kind of want to pay attention to. <clears throat> and yeah, technically a great use of uh, different types of CGI and as well as classic animation. <clears throat> and I even put Lightyear on here. Now, granted, I think the kids enjoyed it. I think Grayson enjoyed it more than I did, but I still thought it was an interesting story and a good because it's not an origin story, it's because you're watching it as if you're watching the movie that the toy is based off of instead of instead of like an origin story of as in what the Buzz Lightyear from the Toy Story movies. Because, again, it's a toy. Not. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a brilliant way that they were able to do that. And it told a decent story. And, you know. It. uh Maybe not what you expect, but it still was entertaining. Uh, and then I, too, also did the Sea Beast uh, for kids' movies because yeah. Grace really liked it. I really liked it, too. I was surprised. And uh, one of Netflix's better animated kids' movies that they've done. So hopefully they'll acquire, I guess is a good way to word it, uh, more movies such like that. Uh, real quick, just a couple more. I've got DC Superhero Pets because I thought that was a blast. It was just a fun right. ride. Probably our best, our, best, uh, our best Shazam Superman. <laughs> yep. Right. In a cameo, but that's about uh, close yep. we're going to get. <laughs> yep. At least for right now. Yeah. Yeah. So 
lastly, the uh, last two I have, uh, Curse of Bridge Hollow, the Halloween movie that was on Netflix with um, Marlon Williams. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good. Another great Halloween movie for kids, for the family to watch, that I really enjoyed and, you know, would glad we'd start putting in the rotation. Kind of like QB Halloween. We'll just put both of those on Netflix, do one, do a double feature. It's a great movie. I I really enjoyed it. Grayson liked it, too. Um, mm-hmm. I think you were part of it, and he really liked it. And then lastly, uh, the one we just talked about in the previous episode, uh, Strange World. I thought was a fun adventure movie for the whole family to watch. Um, and again, a good, um, relatable, unfortunately, <laughs> um, storyline about, uh, about not needing to grow up to be your parents. <laughs> Just right. choose your own path. So, um, do you have anything as far as TV or limited series? Um, I have a few for TV. I only count out the ones I actually finished because I, I, yeah. I didn't get a chance to finish a lot of the shows. Um, and many of these I had previous seasons, but they kind of finished up this year. Um, Wednesday, that's probably, you know, I guess that would be kind of a top, but I don't have them in any particular order. But um, Wednesday, which I thought was a was a good take on on the character. Um, I think uh, Jenna. <clears throat> Ortega does a great job as Wednesday. The I think the dance scene, maybe moving the TikTok, maybe that wasn't the intent. Yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah, and it was kind of homage to the older Wednesday because I remember seeing that clip of her um, dancing in front of Lurch doing her little footwork type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a cool little detective kid kid series. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, Dead to me which had his final season this year, which overall I thought it was a good series, which could you imagine somebody being responsible for the death of your spouse, becoming your friend and sometimes making your life chaotic, but also it's kind of sweet, but off, you know, just yeah, weird. Um, Atlanta also had their final season. And at the end, had you wondering if everything you watched in the previous seasons actually happened or were they all inside the head of one of the characters so yeah. I, I kind of want to go back to go back and watch the seasons to to see how I feel with the rewatch. Um, House of the Dragon, of course, uh, I did yeah. finish that. I didn't finish Rings of Power, so uh, I don't know how that was. Um, but <laughs> but the way that the first season ended, I'm really looking forward to what they do next because it's it's going to be some some some. Uh, health pay, so to speak. Right. Um, let's see. The Watcher. Even though I didn't really like how it ended, because it kept doing too much toward the end, I thought it was a pretty good yeah. uh, series overall. Um, then one show I just kind of remembered, um, The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray with Samuel L. Jackson. Um, yep. That was a pretty, that was a good s- surprise series. It's on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and then rap shit. <laughs> it's interesting. I was, it was actually pretty good. I was listening to podcasts for the show that I did, that um that was kind of a companion to it. So listening to that and having watched it, I'm I'm interested in seeing what the next season will be for that. 
Um, peripherals, I thought that was a good solid series season. Hopefully it go- continues. Yeah, I'm, curious, I'm, I'm interested where they go from there. I uh, finished up Abbott Elementary second season. Uh, that's probably one of the funniest, like like natural, funny. Like they got good chemistry, great writing. Of course, you know a lot of the the behind the scenes people are from the office, so they've got a good team working behind them. Um, and then another show that I watched that's on Hulu called Kindred, which is based on the book. I'm not really sure what I think of it because <laughs> it's not they haven't got the full <laughs> story yet, but um. Uh, there are some things that they I mean, they deviate from the book, which happens because maybe things don't translate well. But there are some things that I wish they kind of kept how it was um, like the lead character, her and her in the book. She's married before she starts her time traveling. And this one, she's kind of just meeting this person. They're dating. They kind of. I don't know. I guess in the, in the real world, if somebody's going through this situation they probably wouldn't stick around because they don't have that they haven't really established a relationship so it's kind of not yeah. as believable that he's sticking around because of that whereas in the book the fact that they're married of course he's sticking by her because that's his wife and you know it's a lot, of, a lot of layers to it but i'm curious hopefully they move on with the second season and finish it up then i can kind of look at it all together and maybe right. have a good perspective of it but um but yeah, as far as TV, that's all I've watched as far as what I finished. Um, I did restart Watchmen. I haven't finished it yet. I thought I'd be finished for this, but I wasn't able to. Um, there was another show that I'd started, but but yeah. Watchmen is the one I'm really trying to finish up. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I started re-watching because, again, holiday season, but I guess it's over. But anyways, I started re-watching Hawkeye because I was mm-hmm. like, because that needed to take place during Christmas. So I'm like, I really liked it. I'm going to rewatch this because I'm currently done with everything. So I'm like, oh, there's nothing new I really want to watch or that I'm not already caught up on. So right. I'm going to go ahead and and I'm loving it. I, I forgot how much I really love that show. Um, I'm about to start the second. Well, I guess I'm already a few minutes into the second episode. So rewatching yeah. that. Um, so. You're going to you're going to I'm going to rattle off some titles that you're going to be like, wait, that came out this year because it feels like it came out last year. Mm-hmm. But no, no, this is this is 2022. Now, again, these are in no certain order. This is just I started at the beginning of the list, which would have been January and just kept going down the list until we got to current. Right. Hmm. <clears throat> Starting off. Peacemaker came out in yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of the that. year. It feels like it's been a year, right? Yeah. Like it feel like it came out last year. It does. Which I guess in a couple of weeks will have been last year, but still. Um, yeah. No. Peacemaker. What a fresh take on a superhero show. Mm-hmm. And you know if that's if this is even a slight kind of tone between this and. Uh, the new Suicide Squad movie. This is going to be such a weird. The new DC is going to be interesting. We'll just say in the hands of James Gunn. So music's uh, going to be good. It's going to be good music. <laughs> yeah, it, at the very least. 
Yeah. Thank God we get away from the Zack Snyder music. <laughs> Never knew when to, because I was, and I know it's kind of off subject, but like when I watched, when I rewatched Justice League, the Snyder Cut, mm-hmm. I'm just like, he just doesn't, I don't think he utilizes music in the best way like James Gunn does. And then I got thinking, you know what? I can't think of any other Marvel movies that use music other than Guardians. Like, yeah. incorporate like actual music into the movies, like uh, except for Guardians. And in fact, in Infinity War, the only time that you hear music being played is during Guard- the parts with Guardians. True. <laughs> I'm like, that's interesting how they're able to kind of, that's like its thing. You know, that's yeah. like the Guardians thing. And, uh, no, I just found that interesting. And I was like, well, at least they'll be able to use music appropriately. Yeah. Anyways, um, next, definitely uh, one of my favorite movies, or favorite movies, favorite series from this year, Archive 81 from Netflix. Oh, yeah. And that was this year, too. Yeah, right? They decided not to renew it. Yeah, they decided not to renew that, sadly. Uh, absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. And really wish, really would like more from it, because it was so good. So, great. I mean, wonderfully acted. And I just wanted more. You know, I just wanted yeah. more episodes, and, or at least another season. And they're like, Netflix, nah, nah we're good. It's like dangling like, a juicy oh, steak and then yanking it from you. Yep, pretty much. It's like, oh, you like this? No, we're going to let the dog have it instead. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, ah, come on. <laughs> well, what's the dog going to get to enjoy it? Um, <laughs> loved that show. Um, next, Reacher on Amazon Prime. Yep. Another great one that I absolutely loved, and I cannot wait for season two. Uh, as far as I know, they're still filming season two yep. right now. So I'm very, very excited about that. Absolutely loved it. Definitely the best take on the character so far. So, good job, uh, dude from Titans that played Hawk. <laughs> I know um, I forgot some. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's this is the reminder of all that. Yeah. Um, next, the limited series Dope Sick that uh, with Michael Keaton and uh, Caitlin Deaver about the opioid opioid crisis. Um, beautifully acted. Heart kind of hard. Kind of heart-wrenching to watch, but beautifully acted, wonderful story. Just excellent show. Uh, next, uh, Severance on Apple TV+. Plus. Extremely cur- extremely quirky, um, but loved Adam Scott in this and all the characters, John Turturro and everybody else in this. Um, definitely something I haven't seen before. Um, very interesting. Um approach i really liked it yeah it's sometimes i kind of had to be in the mood for it but it's yeah but it was good and then uh slow horses season two is currently out which is crazy that season one came out in january and season two is already out same year like it's they must have been filming stuff (laughs) you know yeah while they're yeah they like never really stopped filming yeah, but no, um, really enjoyed that Gary Oldman's. 
he's great at what he does. I mean, that's uh, no, a great show. I love it. And then uh, another one of my absolute favorites from this year, I finally got uh, Ruth to start watching uh, The After Party um, on Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah, Loved that one. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, next, The Offer on Paramount Plus about the making of the Godfather film with Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. Well, Miles Teller playing, yeah. He was amazing in it. I love the story. Gino Vining and Rabisi, also great. And, um, yeah, Gino Temple was awesome in it. Like, just overall great story. I wish it would have gotten more critical acclaim. So maybe some Golden Globe nods, but no. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. But I absolutely loved it. I, I had, a, you know, really enjoyed the show. Uh, next, Under the Banner of Heaven on Hulu, Andrew Garfield. Amazing, absolutely amazing in this in this role. And as a story, just beautifully told. Uh, great show. Just overall excellent show. Uh, and then Miss Marvel, one of my favorite Marvel shows because it was the because it is the most accessible. Like Grayson loved watching it, which, you know, about the only one she would want to watch. But really mm-hmm. loved it. And then um Next, uh, Apple TV Plus, the third season of For All Mankind. Absolutely loved it. Great, great show. Uh, you know, they go and trying to explore Mars, and then, yeah. And then, of course, on uh, Amazon Prime, Paper Girls also got canceled and also wish they would have a second season. Yeah. Uh, beautifully done, though. And then one of my favorite documentaries, limited series, uh, Low Country on HBO Max. Um, you still need to watch that, by the way. I haven't yet. It, yeah, I know. Yeah, get it on that list. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, and then of course Andor on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, it was well done. It's just it even even though it's there are a couple episodes I liked more than the majority of it, but as a whole, it's a great series. So, Diego Luna, excellent. Uh, and then one that came out recently that I already have watched all of, uh, The Recruit on Netflix. About It's kind of like a Jack Ryan, but not. He's yeah. uh, He actually works for the uh, general counsel's office and then gets roped into, you know, he discovers a few things, takes him on a journey, and... Basically does a jack crime, but he's not a CIA analyst. He just works for the general counsel. He's young. He's new. It's uh, Noah Centino. Centino, I think it's how you pronounce it. Uh, he plays Adam Smasher in the Black Adam movie, and does okay. a much. This is a, a role much better suited for him. Um, definitely a highly recommend. Um, a fun, fun little series. I can see them doing a second season, for sure. Okay. Next up just came out, but I've already watched it all. Uh, season three of Jack Ryan. Uh, I love watching John Krasinski run around and be a badass. So this uh, another amazing season. Uh, better than the second one. I think the first season still probably its best, though. Um, okay. But this one's still pretty strong. And uh, yeah, definitely enjoyed it. And then lastly, then lastly, uh, The Sandman on netflix 
it turned out to be a lot better than I was expecting and really enjoyed it. And it's Dark Tales. So, that's it. I think that rounds it out. Yeah. It's hard to do. It's hard to pick only 10. I can't do 10 and I can't do. Yeah. I just have my favorites. And I forgot that I had also watched Wednesday and I hadn't watched all of it, but, um, but I did, I did really enjoy it or have been enjoying it. Um, it, then I also forgot to add on my list. Uh, let's see. What was it? Oh, the white Lotus. I watched both seasons of the white Lotus and, and yeah, I enjoyed it. It's not, is it one of my favorites? No, but you know, if they do a third season, am I going to watch it? Of course. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge is just the best on in everything she does and really makes it worth watching. So, um, but yeah, so it actually makes my TV seasons up to 70. Nice, even number. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's about it. Patrick, got anything you want to add? No, I covered a lot of things that I'd actually forgotten, <laughs> but um, cause I knew I was I was missing some stuff. I was like, well, these are the ones that are kind of standing out in my mind right now. So, but yeah, I covered just about everything. I have nothing else to add. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, and we hope if we miss some, let us know. Yeah. Um, let us know. Drop a drop. Drop us a message. It's up on our Facebook group page and or on our Instahams or even our TikToks, you know, because yeah. one of us is on there <laughs> for it, you know. So, um, you know, let us in, you know, let us know. We hope everybody has an amazing 2023. Can't wait to see what we get both on the small screen as well as the big screen for you your family and kids yeah we wish everybody a happy new year yep happy new year thanks for listening if you enjoyed our show and have a moment please rate and review it helps us out a lot also recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids you can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.